Okay. All right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your co-host or host or whatever you want to call me, the Sasquatch. And joining me today, (laughs) as normal, is the man, the myth, the legend, that cooler that has those uh, bungee strap hooks for to latch it down. Those are pretty cool. The Yeti. The Abomidable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had that one in your back pocket. <laughs> Just waiting, son. Just patiently waiting. Uh, uh, so what's so, up? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's so much going on right now. Yeah. All right. So... Um, we don't know. Is it, we, we honestly didn't come in here with any kind of script or idea of what we're doing. So um, please forgive us. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Depending on how this turns out, we're gonna, we've are gonna we got a couple topics that we just kind of mentioned offhand. Um, one is be praying for our family. Yeah. Uh, uh, my wife and, and Yeti's uh, grandmother is passing. Right, we just dealt with that with with my my end of the family with my grandmother. Bro. So now, now we're dealing with it again um, with uh, Yeti's grandmother. So uh, be praying for us. Um, it, it it's a any minute, any moment type of a thing, and so that's weighing heavy on our hearts today. But she ready. She she's, she's ready. ready. And, and yeah, that that right there, man. We just we praise God for that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think one of the things that maybe even what we ought to talk about right quick. I, I ain't saying it needs to take up the whole episode, but um, Christians and their 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 idea towards death, mm. right? The way we we yeah. we see and understand death. If you are lost, death is a horrible thing. If you are lost, we don't want you to die. Amen. We'd rather you suffer here on earth than die and go to hell. Absolutely. If you're saved, death is a release. It's a relief. And, and, and you know, we're not, we're, you should never be on the lookout for death. Um, preaching through Acts. And one of the things that we see is Paul does not just, you know, uh, decide that he's, he doesn't make himself a martyr. Mm. Right? He doesn't, he doesn't just, he becomes martyred, but he doesn't make himself a martyr. There's places and times where um, he takes stands understanding that he could be injured or hurt or persecuted. But if he can get out of those things, he does. Right. Right. Well, as Christians, you know, we've been given the Great Commission. If you're a Christian, your life has a purpose. And what we say all the time up here is that all of life as a Christian is yeah. warfare. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're either in the fight. You're on the sidelines looking. And what you're fighting for is greater than yourself. And whenever death comes, that is the homecoming. That is whenever we get to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, and everything that you've been fighting for, you've done your part. Now enter into the rest and the joy of the Lord. And and as a buddy of ours says, you've graduated. That's it. You've graduated. And so uh, uh, Yeti's grandmother is is going to graduate. You know, there's nothing in her life that makes us think that mm, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Uh, she has dedicated her life to Christ, and it's an amazing thing, and it's something that we get to uh, participate in. That being said, it's also very sad mm, yeah. because you have this lady who I've known for 10 years or so, 
and has grown to love and and, and she's she she's an amazing lady who just she's a character. She's a character. <laughs> That's she's a character. exactly what I was thinking, man. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I mean when when this is this is a memory that I have, and it's not just one; it's a, it's an amalgamation of of several memories. But but one of the, the the memories that I have is, you know, you you'd be trying to talk about Jesus, and even Christians a lot of times will get kind of skittish when you try to talk about Jesus in a family. They know somebody around them doesn't want to hear it or something mm-hmm. of that nature, so they act kind of funny about it. She was always there asking questions, wanting an opinion. Um, how do you understand this scripture, that kind of stuff? And she was, I mean, she never minded talking and glorifying God. That's right. Never. And so, um, like I said, where a lot of people, you know, you start talking to Jesus and they're like, well, you know, Bob over there, he's, he's not saved. So let's not, let's not be too opinionated about Christ in front of him. You it know? can get real awkward real quick. Yeah. I mean, and that's what people who, you know, are claiming to be Christians. So, uh, all that being said, we you know, she just she's always been one to share her faith and and to be to be strong in that sense, and always enjoyed sitting down with her and just having those discussions. Yeah, I, I always did. Hey, we got good memories. Yeah. So, as Christians, remember, um, we understand death to be death is either entrance into hell or heaven. Mm-hmm. You're um, either going into eternal life or eternal death yeah yeah and so uh for someone going into eternal death it's horrible it's horrible for somebody who who loves jesus and 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 uh can't continue on it's it's an amazing thing that that we get to uh be a part of so uh a lot of christians ain't got that that attitude Right, a lot of Christians ain't got that attitude. I mean, it's it's always a horrible thing, and and death is part of sin too, right? It's mm. a consequence of sin, but she's not really dead. Yeah, she's not really dead. God saved her from death, defeated death, and one day she'll even have a glorified body. That's right. So no more, no more arthritis, no more um, uh, kidney issues and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just. No more diabetes. No more diabetes. Uh <laughs> you know, she she gets to she gets to um live the life that God intended her to live from from the beginning. That's right. And so we 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 thank God for that. Um There's hope. Yeah. There's hope. Yeah. Well, that that wasted about 8 minutes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um and that's something I I did kind of want to mention that before we got into some of the other things because some of the other things we're about to head into are kind of frustrating. For example, yay! Uh, I went by what they call um, the northeast area of our of our neck of the okay, woods. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the gas station there was roped off. The whole gas station? Well, the pumps. Okay, the pumps. Okay. I haven't seen off. any roped off. I've seen them with the yellow bags on the handles. Yeah. You know, they had caution tape wrapped. I mean, and not like a layer of caution tape. It was like it was like a wrestling ring. Well, brother, <laughs> speaking, speaking of hope, first thing this morning as I'm snoozing the alarm clock and scrolling uh-huh. on Facebook like the rest of America, I do see a post of a fleet of trucks at the port talking about it's on the way. So, okay. So the the 
pipeline has opened back up, but it's going to be slow to get everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. back. But yeah, they are open back up. Well, I tell you, it's it's annoying. Um, our government our government wants to give rights to 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 crazy people, right? I mean, we want to go. Oh, you're a boy, but you feel like a girl. Well, let's oh. cut off your junk and 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 give you special rights, Uber Those rights. Crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they want to give Uber rights. I, I didn't come up with that. That's a James White thing. But Uber rights. They want to give Uber rights to what they would refer to as minorities or 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 people of oppression. Why do they call it Uber rights? Because there it goes beyond normal rights. Mm. So you know, if you have a right to speech. They have a right not to hear your, your speech. Mm. So, so they have, um, they don't want just the same rights me and you have. Yeah. They want more. They want their rights to trump your rights. Well, that's equal. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, it, it's, and so, and, and you're seeing it, you're seeing that come down the line. You're seeing the policies that are being pushed and that kind of stuff. And, now remember, ultimately we we can look at this whole thing and say Christ is king. Christ is king. It doesn't really bother us. Um, we don't like it, but it's not like, oh, woe is us. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to preach the gospel. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to teach people how to think biblically. We're gonna we're gonna keep on like we always have. We're gonna see people come to know Jesus because Christ is king. We because, don't just say it; it's yeah, a fact. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what we do. But we have a government that wants to interfere and intervene with our personal life, right? Mm-hmm. The federal government should never make a decision that directly affects me. Okay. And this may hurt a lot of people's feelings, but that includes putting money directly into my bank account if I want it or not. Yeah. But it feels so good getting it. I guess. I mean, I mean, no. You ain't going to give it back. No, just quit taking it out of my wallet to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm. You've taken way more than $7,000 out of my wallet. You got that right. Right. And so, um, it, you know, it, it shouldn't be that way. Um, uh, the, 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 the Boston tea party was about tea taxes that were way lower than what we're, than what we're doing now. Um, the Bible even had Samuel tell the, 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 the people of Israel, uh, but the King's going to charge you 10% in taxes. Right. Yeah. Why was that? Because the, the Samuel understood that a king will try to take the place of God. Right. And that's what our company, our company, our um, country is doing right now. The The leaders of our country are trying to say, we make a better God. We make a better God. Worship at our feet. And that ain't just happened overnight. Yeah. And so uh, uh, then, then <laughs> the one place where you're supposed to where it is your job to intervene, you don't do it. And that's the pipeline, mm. right? And I'm not just saying the pipeline, but protecting our country from foreign invaders, protecting the infrastructure, protecting us from foreign invaders. And this was an attack from Russia. This was an attack from Russia. And, and 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 I'm not going to sit there and be so bold to say you can't convince me otherwise, but right. you better bring the receipts. Right, right. Because right. what we've seen is a group of Russians who have attacked us. They're not attacking China. 
They're not attacking any other communist countries, mm. but they are attacking us and, and and trying to hold us up for ransom. First of all, we need to go back to that. We, we need to understand that this is a terrorist attack or uh, either it's a terrorist attack or it's a it's an invasion from a foreign government. Mm. One or the other. And either way, we shouldn't just sit there and go, and this is what's so funny. I, I'm sorry, y'all. This, I'm worked up over this whole this whole gas line thing. And I'm not out of fuel. Like right. I'm not out of gas. I'm not out of fuel or anything to that nature. Um, I believe in doing what the Bible says and being as much self-sufficient as possible, trying to... Uh, uh, now, obviously, we've had that discussion, too. You're not completely self-sufficient. You're sufficient on Christ. Mm-hmm. So even if my, 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 my um, fuel runs out, I'm still not going to freak out and panic because God is sovereign. God is in control, right? So, so he is in charge of all this. He ordained this, mm-hmm. right? He's allowed these sinful people to allow this to happen for his glory. Yeah. And, and but that being said, our government, whose job it is to protect us and our infrastructure, dropped the ball. And then go, this is a private corporation's issue. We're not going to tell them what to do because this is a pro- and and you know to a certain extent you say okay right like like but when have you ever heard the Biden administration say this is a this is a private affair yeah that's what you call this a red a, flag exactly exactly because they believe everything is under the responsibility of government exactly and so uh, my thought process is that they're, what they're trying to do is uh, let this thing turn out as horrible as possible. And then say we we need to take over the fuel reserves, we need to be over the fuel industry. We see that they can't protect themselves. It looks like we need to come in and do it for. We'll we'll just we'll just socialize or or socialize or or uh, uh, you know fascist socialist. This this is what we're we're turning into, mm-hmm. and they're using this as an opportunity to make that move. Um, now hopefully the, the government is trying to make a move to take power. Everything that they do, everything Mm -hmm. this administration is doing is trying to take power. And as we talked about last week, what is, what is their idea of power control Control. over someone else Mm -hmm. control over someone else. And so they won't control over industry. They won't control over, uh, uh, Walmart and the gas stations and everything. And once they do that, we've seen that happen time after time after time after time. You do that, and it it goes miserably. Yeah. It goes miserably. History has a way of repeating itself. Yeah, and we're not going to learn. No. We're not going to learn. So, um, you know, it's it's frustrating to me to see our government say, uh, uh, first of all, they're, they're trying to, they're telling everybody that fuel is bad. All right, so this is what it looks like not to have fuel. All right. Um, second of all, they're not intervening in places where they should, and they're trying to intervene in places where they shouldn't. All while saying that they have the people's best interests. Exactly. Exactly. While just taking advantage of everyone. And and, and then to, to, to put the icing on the cake, the purpose of all that is for power. It's for power. Mm-hmm. 
And so they're not interested in, in, in helping me and you. You look at the whole COVID issue. They're not interested in helping us. They're not interested in helping us at all. They had no problem harming the medical industry to to push their agenda. Mm-hmm. They had no problem. And they would have no problem harming the... They harmed the, a lot of industries. Yeah. And then said, COVID has just been rough on everybody. No! Absolutely no. not. Your reaction to COVID has been damaging to all of us. Look now, we're going to release that Yeti. <laughs> Yeti got to calm down. You're going to get him saying ugly words in a minute. <laughs> he can't be doing all that. Uh, oh, it's so frustrating, though, to, to, to just be lied to blatantly. It is. And the the further along things advance, the more blatant it gets. Yeah. Well, and part of that is, right, we're Christians. We're always wanting to find the truth. And when you see the uh, uh, people who are supposed to be on your behalf lying to you constantly, lying to you constantly, it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's very frustrating. And, and But there again, you have to look back and take the larger view. Sometimes yep. we, we're too zoomed in. Yep. And so even in this situation where we're looking at COVID, we're looking at this uh, fuel situation, we're looking at um, even even uh, grandma's death, right? Mm-hmm. It's all under the control of Christ. He is king, and it's all for his glory. Yep, that's right. None of this occurred, and he's like, oh, man, them sneaky Russians. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> expect them to uh, hack the... The you know this pipeline. What are we gonna do? No, that's us. Yeah, that's us. He knew it, and he and he's working it for his good or our good. Who who um, I'm forgetting the way that verse goes. Everything works for the good of those who um um, who love God. Yeah, that's that's part of it. I got to pull it up. All right, go ahead and pull it up, and we'll we'll clarify that. I should I have had miss- Bible Gateway already pulled up, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, God's using it for his glory, and, and, and that's for our, and when things are for his glory because we're made to glorify him, it's for our good, even if it hurts. Hmm. And so. Sometimes it be hurting. Sometimes it be hurting. And we have to just take that, that, that zoomed out view for a little bit and understand that these things hurt. These things may not be great. But what if the next revival comes out of this? Right? Mm-hmm. What if a technological advancement comes out of this? What if the gospel travels to places? You know, that's that's one thing about the internet, right? I was watching a thing the other day about Israel is one of the most, um, and what's going on with Israel, too. That's another thing we have yeah. to... Let's go ahead and talk about that. Hold up. Before okay. you do, Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. There we go. There we go. That's that last part All that I wanted forget. to say, I wanted to say work for him, and I'm like, that's not, <laughs> that's not right. Let me, let me... So... Um, yeah, I mean, now you've got Israel being attacked, and people are upset with Israel. 
Yeah, what's the story on that? I've heard. Man, don't don't make me give details. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me give details. Um, so basically, I've heard that they've been being attacked. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, and and go ahead and correct me in this because I, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm I'm not most up to date on this one. Um, there was a Israeli settlement in in Gaza mm-hmm. and people the the Gaza the the is it Gaza? Uh, maybe not Gaza. Anyways, there and and people got upset and then uh uh they're being they're being shot missiles at and they've actually shot missiles into into like um places that haven't been invaded or shot missiles into it for a while. Okay. And um Israel always has to be very careful how to handle this stuff because, you know, they'll, they'll, um, the, the, the bad guys here will, uh, uh, the, the, um, they'll, you know, they'll hold their kids up in front of a gunman and then go, Oh, you shot my kid. Right. Right. You know, that kind of thing. So it's a mess. Um, they're again sinful people, and I'm not one of these people. You got to support Israel no matter what. Mm. No, if they're wrong, they're wrong. Same thing with America. If we're wrong, we're wrong. We need to admit that and be honest about it. Um, but Israel has a right to its property, mm-hmm. and to defend that property and to defend its citizens. So, uh, uh. to watch people just freak out and go against them for just because it's Israel, just because gotcha. it's Israel. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's frustrating. And I don't, I don't think any of it's just sitting there by himself. You know what I mean? Right. And th- there again, you look out, zoom out and see all what's going on in general. And it looks like things are out of control. Yeah. But they're not, they're not. You say, why would God allow for these things to happen? Well, there again, it's for his glory. I don't know the the details of why everything, but hopefully over time, um, maybe in a in another great awakening type style, or just over over, you know, kind of a little leaven leavens the whole loaf type of mentality, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it just slowly grows and multiplies within the loaf and grows and grows and grows and grows. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, but, uh, it's for, I know it's for him Yeah, and, and he's going to, uh, he's, it's, we need to understand that and not just get scared and not just, um, start panicking and not just, you know, not, not, not to act like everybody else out there. Uh Uh-oh. What are we listening to now? Ads, man. Don't you love ads? This is all for God's glory. He's the one in charge. He's the one who 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 is making these things happen, um, and and, and it's for His kingdom, mm-hmm. right? And we're not to forget that. We're not to forget that. That so does that mean we like it? Does that mean that we get to just go? Oh well, you know, we'll just let things occur. No, we we are to be active in in our communities, in our lives, in our families in our churches. Right. And, and I'm not talking like a, um, 
social justice or social gospel to where we feel like we have to single-handedly change the world and then and then claim it's Jesus. Um, no, you, you raise your children right. Mm. Raise your children right. Be active in the church. Yeah. Um, you see somebody broke down, help them out. Share the gospel with them. You see somebody struggling. Um, uh, 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 maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. Um, the the whole bro- somebody broke down on the side of the roads. My my go to. So I'm trying to think of something different. But you know, help people out. Love them. You don't have to play, be Superman. You don't have to stop uh, racism. Yeah. All this is a good one, right? Systematic racism. It's everywhere. It's hidden. It's it's you know, and and then you don't have to stop systematic racism. First of all, in our country, there really isn't systematic racism. Second of all, um, if you do see racism, call it out for what it is. Sin. Yeah. Call it out for what it is. You see somebody and they're over there just, you know, just being ugly to somebody because they're a different race. Look and say, hey, man, that's racist. It's sinful. Doesn't glorify God. Yeah. Well, what do you know? I don't come after you. Oh, well. Now you're just being ugly and hateful and still sinful. So, I mean, even, you know, whatever, uh, call it out. Somebody lies, call it out. And we, we've been, we've been, uh, passive too long. Mm. Right. And we're not, we're not comfortable declaring the word of God in all circumstances to all people. Right. You know, we think, you know that missions should be this this big thing that ha- a, a small handful of people do overseas. No, it has to happen here. Call, I mean, use the Bible, use what knowledge you have of of Scripture, and call it out. Call yeah. it out. that's sinful, and that's just part of it, right? Yeah. Confronting sin. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. another part. It's of not it, going to make you popular either, right? Another part of it is just being intentional with the way you live your life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Treat people nicely. Yeah. Treat them the way you want to be treated. You know, and, and that that's something else. You call people out for sin, they're gonna they're gonna try to find something on you. And a lot of times they'll 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 come up with something that's not sinful and then it's like that's not even sinful. Yeah. Like that's not loving. Um, you mean telling somebody that that's sin's not loving? That's the most loving thing I can do. What's wrong with you? Um, yeah, it's the same thing as you see a youngin running around in the road and going and snatching them out. Uh huh. Well, he chose to be out there. Even if you snatched arm out of the socket. <laughs> exactly. You know, liberals today would be talking about some, now that child knew what was best for him. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Cause that's why God gave him parents. Getting smacked by something is about to be what's going to happen to him. And, and so it just don't. Don't be afraid of people. That's a good way to put it. Just don't be afraid of people because it just seems like uh, I don't I don't want to do that for for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you bull it down to its simplest form. It's a fear of man issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and, and I mean even like the big name, big evangelical people are like, Oh, well, you don't need to be offensive. You don't need to be offensive. I'm sorry, the gospel's offensive. The gospel is offensive. The gospel's offensive. Now, if I look at you and I'm cussing and I'm swearing and I'm just being as ugly as possible, and then I go, and you need Jesus. All right. The, the gospel wasn't offensive. I am. Exactly. Right? But, it sounds like you need Jesus first, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm, you know, we're standing there, we're having a conversation, and 
and somebody says, man, I'm thinking about leaving my wife. Whoa. What do you do? What do you do? Do you sit there and you just go, man, are are you sure? Have you really thought this through? Have you, are, are, are you really, you know, uh, man, or, you know, the, how about the kids? Or do you say, dude, that's sinful. Man, God, God doesn't want you leaving your wife. What's going through your head? Man, I don't even believe in God. You may not believe in him, but he still exists and he still doesn't want you leaving your family. Yeah. And neglecting it for what? Your own selfishness? Mm. Uh, well, you can't talk that way to non-Christians. Yes, you can. It definitely flies into the face of you do you, brother. Yeah, exactly. Because YOLO. Yeah, we, we've bought that long enough as Christians. Yeah. You don't do you. You do Christ. That, there you go. If you're not if you're not living a life of Christ, he Paul says that uh, uh, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Mm-hmm. And if Christ is living in you and you are not living a life that glorifies God, then you are, you're probably miserable for one thing. But the other part of that is that, that you're, 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 you're literally spitting in the face of the man who died on a cross for you. Figuratively, I guess I said literally, but figuratively, (laughs) but it's, it's just as insulting. It's just as ugly. Yeah, because that's that's a part of the of the walk. You have to die to yourself. Yes, to live to Christ, and that's the rest of what Paul said in Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Yeah, and the life that I nil that the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself up for me. So you have a realization of what Christ did. You don't want to be all up in your flesh. Yeah. I mean, I guess fleshly you want to, but because you have the Holy Spirit, you want to put that guy yeah. to death. I, th- I think the question may be arising at this point of, of, but Yeti, Sasquatch, what has this got to do with what was going on with what you were talking about earlier? Everything. If you want to continue to see this kind of garbage happening, if you want to see our country continuing to 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 throw what God has given it down the drain. If you want to continue to see um uh uh senseless violence uh talking about in in Israel, if you want to continue to see um people heartbroken over a loss of a law lo- of the the loss of a lost loved one. Yeah. Then don't do any of what we're talking about. If you want to see your government continue to neglect what they're supposed to do and and interfere where they're not supposed to, don't do what we're talking about. And life goes on as usual. Exactly. And it'll just keep and on just down and right. But if you want to see God work in this country, in other countries, in this world, in your neighborhood, in your house, you need to start living boldly for the faith of Jesus Christ. It is no longer acceptable. It was never acceptable. It just looked that way. Now it's even starting to, it's got to the point where we can't even look as if it's acceptable to live as if the world is okay without us being bold in Christ. Jesus died because he was bold, preaching the good news, 
Paul died because he was bold preaching the good news. James died because he was bold preaching the good news. Uh, uh, um, uh, John was supposedly, at least according to history, bold alive. And when that didn't mm-hmm. kill him, they put him on the island of Patmos to die. All the apostles died because they preached boldness. People go, well, this is political. Yes. Mm-hmm. The death of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior is political. Yeah. And it's supposed to change the world. And it has. It is It is. It is built up steam and built up steam and pushed and pushed and pushed. And we're seeing it even now in foreign, in foreign countries. In southern countries like Mexico and and um and Africa and then even in uh, China, the the gospel of Jesus Christ making inroads and pushing and pushing and pushing. But we've stopped here, where we've had it. Mm. And I'm not saying that that, you know, um, I'm not even talking about. The you know let's push for that 1950 good old American make America great type stuff. That's not what I'm screaming. I want an America that's going to bring glory to God in its governance, which would look way different than 1950s. Yes, absolutely, way different. Absolutely, I want to see an America that's going to culturally bring glory to God in what it does. Mm. I want to see an America that loves Jesus and wants to see the rest of the world love Jesus. It, it, the, the Bible says that that all the nations are being given to Christ. Yeah. That all authority on heaven and earth, therefore go forth and make disciples of all nations. So it's like we keep saying, to say Jesus is king is a political statement because it's a, he is above and beyond all of the political yeah. rulers of all the nations. He rules them. Are you? Th- oh, they, you think you're in charge? They just no, don't sir. know it. They just don't know it. No, sir. You're not. And they need to know it. They need to know it. How are they going to know it? Unless we tell them. We got to get about to work. We have to. We, we, we should not be afraid to look at your local politicians and say, you are responsible to God for how you behave today. Right. We should not be afraid as an like together for the gospel. I don't care who's president, right? But they have a platform and a voice that can make it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they ought to be looking at our, our leaders and saying, you are responsible to God for how you behave today. Yeah. I don't even believe in your God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's my responsibility to tell you and what you do with that is on your shoulders. And, and to be that praying should, for these people too. And, yeah. Like like we probably come off right now as a little bit of wrathful, wrathful. But the truth is be praying for them. Mm. So write a letter to your local uh city council or um government, I mean um uh, county county commissioners, yeah. that kind of stuff. Write to these people and let them know I am praying for you. I want you, I don't know if you know Jesus or not, but if you do not, I want you to know Jesus. And if you do know Jesus, I want you to grow in Jesus. And I also want you to understand that every decision you make for this town, this county, this state, this nation, whoever you're writing, that you are responsible to God for how you vote, for how you govern. 
and I will respect you and pray for you and love you. But I want you to know that you are responsible to God for what you do today. I guess they, you know, they say big, um, effective, real change starts at the local level. Yeah. Yeah. So what better way than to just start? That's what they call grassroots type. Right. Yeah. So what better way than, I mean, we should be praying for all of our elected leaders. And there's certain people, I mean, you take like uh, Billy Graham at one point. I mean, he, I mean, he saw all the presidents. He had a platform and an ability to be able to talk to the, the, the uppity ups. Right. Yep. Um, most of us don't have that. So take advantage of where you do. If you, uh, there again, God told Paul, he stood beside him and said, because of your testimony and because of what you've done here in Jerusalem, you will go to Rome. Right. So if you're not living and teaching and preaching and doing everything on the place where you're at now, you're not going to make it to Rome. Right. You have to be able to do what you're going to do now. Here and now is it goes back to the talents, right? Man who, who multiplied, uh, uh, you know, God, God just kept blessing those who kept multiplying where they were. Yeah. The one guy just went and hid his stuff. God wasn't pleased with that. Right. So you go on and you keep multiplying, you keep moving, you keep pushing. Um, if you're involved in a school, if you're involved in a church, if you're involved in whatever you're involved with, preach the gospel there. Teach the gospel. Push. Christianity isn't saying a prayer, getting yourself a King James Bible, and then sitting in a pew Jesus comes. Amen. It is getting about the work. And there is enough of us, not only in this country, but in the world, but, you know, Let's just say there's the more country. of us than homosexuals, and it looks like they've got more control than we do. And if we all just stood up and started submitting to the rule of Christ instead of the rule of government, Amen. Couldn't stop us, son. Amen. Couldn't stop us. Amen. It, it, you would see a drastic change, but it takes Christians being able to say, "We believe in the rule of God before the rule of man." Takes a backbone. Takes a, takes a spine. Yep. Absolutely. In Christianity, Absolutely. We, we've lost our spine. We have. We have. And, and 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 what's what's crazy about it is there's a handful of us who are wanting to do that, right? There's a handful of us who are saying, um, uh, 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 this is where we take our stand. And what's what's cool about that is what I've I've seen is some of the old dividing lines mm-hmm. have I ain't going to say disappeared, but they've been, they've kind of had dirt kicked over them a little bit. Okay. Like Baptist and Presbyterian. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Baptist and Presbyterian, you know, oh, you're going to baptize that baby? You ain't no Christian. You know, take that. You know, oh, well, you know, it represents the old covenant. Well, Jesus fulfilled the old covenant, and then he start. and every example that we see in scripture is him dunking someone who's made a profession of faith. Oh, wow. He so, did it again. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and that that's used to be the battle lines, right? Yeah. That used to be, and we're like, nope, not anymore. I'll stand right next to a Presbyterian. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. If we're preaching, if we're preaching solid doctrine, we're, 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 we're together, mm-hmm. right? And we're both willing to take a stand against 
uh, the tyranny, the abortion, the the lies, the uh, CRT, uh, all that stuff. As long as we stand together, and because the lines have been redrawn for a while, yeah. And one day, by God's grace, we'll be able to get back to the 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 the, the, the we'll be able to get back to a point in our culture to where we can argue. No, this is what the Bible means. Right? Yeah. Right now we're arguing with other Christians and we're saying we're saying this is what the Bible says and they're saying, "Yeah, but the world says." Mm. Yeah, but psychology says. Yeah, but but the the schools are saying. Yeah, but this person is saying. That person, this group, that group is saying. And we're like, "No, no, 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 no. The Bible says." Yeah. That's where That's we're our at authority. now. That's where we're at now. I I pray that we get to the point where we have a discussion and both sides are saying, no, the Bible says. Yeah. The Bible says. We just don't understand the Bible the same, right? But Mm -hmm. but we can get back to the point where both sides are saying, no, 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 no. The Bible says. Mm -hmm. The Bible says. The Bible says. That's what I pray for. I pray for it where we can start arguing about baptizing babies again and and saying, no, the Bible says. The Bible says. Right and and not dismiss about no well the the stand that we take now says all right we're gonna have to put this on hold for a minute yeah we is you you baptizing babies we'll stick with the soap and just give them baths because <laughs> <laughs> they stinketh <laughs> they stinketh <laughs> I've changed enough of them diapers I know they stinketh <laughs> I, I guys um. This is something I don't say a whole lot. Get your kids out of public schools. Mm. Get your kids out of public schools. And 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 if you can afford a private school or whatever, I mean, you know, the world has told you that you can't afford. This is what the world's told you that you can't afford to raise your children on one income. That's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. You may not have the luxuries. You may not have the niceties. You may not have what you want to have. But you sacrifice what you can for your youngins so that they can go forth. And I say this too, and I say this to me um, as well, because it ain't always easy. Yeah. But you do what you have to do to bring God glory in the most effective way that you possibly can. That may cost you money and, he and will, comfort. And he will provide the way. Amen. It does cost money and comfort. Amen. If you don't believe me, just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I mean, it may cost you your life. It may. Look at... Uh, uh, it's uh, easy Rid- to say Rid- whenever you're comfortable. Look at Ridley, look at Ridley and... and, and, and uh, um, um, oh, I'm losing my brain. Uh, 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 I want to say Mortimer. Mortimer. That ain't right, though. Anyways, when they're when they're tied to a, a stake together, about to be burned up. Mm-hmm. When they're tied to a stake together, about to be burned up. One looked at the other and said, "Play the part, play the part of the man." Latimer, Latimer, not Mortimer, Latimer. So Latimer and Ridley, Ridley, and uh, and, and and he says, "Play the part of the man." Come on, yeah, this is for Jesus. We're gonna stand here and burn to death for Jesus. Son, and while you got all the comforts of life, like we still do, it's easy to say, "Yeah, it it may get uncomfortable, but take a stand." It's different whenever you're faced with it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's totally different, and we got to be have our minds right to say, "Are we really ready to yeah. come to cost?" 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, we may we may look like the men who who came together uh, when when oh I forget the name of the council. My brain is not working today. I forget the name of the council that they came in uh, to when they were when they were canonizing the New Testament scripture, right? And these men came in missing arms and legs and eyes and their backs were all scarred up because they lived the gospel. They didn't just talk about it. Mm-hmm. They lived the gospel. May one day we get to come together scarred, beaten, some of us gone dead. Mm. But we get to come together and say, here is where we take our stand. Here's where we take our stand. Yeah. There is no there is no freedom without Christ. That's right. There is no freedom without Christ. There is no there is no joy without Christ. And our life here is short in comparison Amen. to eternity. Amen. And and most of us are, are more interested in in waiting until we're retired or almost dead to try to make a difference. Yeah, why is that? Because we're stupid. <laughs> because because we, we're we're so involved in our own kingdom that we, we could care less about the the Lord's kingdom. We know that we need to be doing it, but we say we'll wait till we'll wait till we get all that we can out of our kingdom, then we'll we'll work on the Lord's kingdom. We're just naturally so prideful and self centered and selfish. It's Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean all about, Guys, all about dying to that self. I, I'm telling you, put put the sin to death, or it'll be killing. It, what is it? Kill, kill death, or it'll be killing you. Uh huh. That that's something too. If somebody comes up to or you and they kill, say, "Be killing sin," yeah, or it will be killing you. Um, if somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Well, you're not perfect," you can say, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You don't have to pretend to be perfect." You can say, "You're absolutely right. I'm not." Mm-hmm. It's by the grace of God that I even have this the, to be able to tell you, and He's sanctifying me. He's justified me. We're we're going through this whole thing, and yeah, I'm not perfect, but but by His grace, He's allowed me to have a part of this. Yeah. Now, if you're out there actively having an affair with your uh, with somebody other than your wife, all right, that's different. Mm-hmm. That's different. But I'm talking. I'm talking. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you have a blind spot. Maybe maybe you're just not. Maybe you have an anger issue or something that that God's working on, right? Mm. And you've got an anger issue that God's working on, and somebody says, "Well, you're you're sinful. You're so angry," and you can say, "Yeah," but I'm not as angry as I was last year, and God's working on this. Yeah, He's fixing me. And I and I apologize if I've if I've if I've sinned against you, brother. I apologize, and I'm sorry. And, and and God forgive me for sinning against my brother. See, that's tough too, just being able to go and repent to somebody. But even in repentance, uh, not just to God, but to people. Yeah. There's yeah. growth in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and if you're doing that, then then what have they got against you? Mm-hmm. What have they got against you? Nothing. Nothing. And that's the power of Christ. When when Satan's called the accuser. Yeah. This generation that we live in today loves accusing people. Mm-hmm. 
Look at Me Too. Look at Black Lives Matter. It's all about blaming someone else. It's all about pointing the figure on somebody else. It's all, all about sorts of fun hashtags. Yeah, yeah. And so, when you say, and you live in the power of Jesus Christ, the accuser has no power over you. The yeah. accuser has no power over you when you live in Christ. Yep, so, you can just stand there with your arms wide open and say, throw every bit of sticks and stones you got because my God is right in front of me catching them all. That's right. Y'all ain't got jack on me, right. son. Oh, yeah, I did that. I did that, and I repented. Mm-hmm. And God's washed me of that. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, I was probably worse than you've ever been. And you can be mm-hmm. saved, and you can have the same freedom that I can. But as long as you're trying to point fingers at everybody else, and you're not looking at your own problems, and you're not looking at your own sin, you will die and burn in hell. You must repent of your sin and come to Christ, because that is where, that is where, there is life. But Sasquatch, it's so much easier for me to be bitter and angry at everyone. It is. It is much easier to sin than it is to live under Christ. It is much easier to just be sinful. Mm-hmm. But the rewards. Yeah. And you're a slave to that sin, too. You're a slave. You're a slave. Either I, way, you're I, a slave I, to something. You're, you're going to be a slave to sin or a slave to Christ. And if you're a amen. slave to Christ, that leads to freedom. I, amen. I have free will. No, you don't. Your will is slave. It has been has been given over to sin or Christ. One or the other. That sounds mighty Calvinist. Easy. <laughs> Pop them brakes. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want a certain amount of people hearing this and getting too excited. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the wind out of those uh, sails. Look, guys, uh, I, I'm tired. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm physically tired. <laughs> we were at the hospital real late last night, but I, I'm 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 tired of Christians. I'm not even talking about the world sinners. What what is it? Heathens gonna heave. Heathens gonna uh, heave. Uh, uh, that that's cool. But I mean, the Bible says that heathens are gonna ra- uh, rage. Mm, that's the right. Bible says heathens are going to rage. And so all these lost people raging, holding their banners, making stupid slogans, um, going against God, going against what's right. All this stuff that we look at and we go, what in the world is wrong with people? Well, sin's what's wrong with people. And and, and they're going to do what they're going to do. What kills me is watching the church coward and hide from the accuser. Yeah which leads me to believe that there's a very large chunk of our Christian population which is not repentant of their sin, Hmm. which is not repentant of their sin. So I reckon we'll finish this episode by saying if you haven't repented as a Christian, allow God to clean up whatever's in your life, man. Allow God to clean up whatever's in your life. Have that stuff cleaned out. Submit it. Because if if the accuser looks at you and you can't say Christ has covered that, there's no shame because God has taken care of that. Mm. God died on the cross for that. Now, there again, I don't mean someone who's living in active sin and, and says, forget God. I'm talking about people who have sin issues, 
that God is currently working on and, and, and has either fixed entirely or in the middle of sanctifying and working on you right now. Mm-hmm. You've got this. Yes, I do. And it's by the grace of God today he's taking it from me one day at a time. You did that. Yes, I did. But he, he died on the cross for that. And I've, I've asked for forgiveness of everybody involved in that. And if it's hurt you, I apologize to you because my, my goal is no longer to, to act that way and be that way. Right, but it right, is to right. bring glory to God in everything that he does. And you, as well as everybody else, including myself, need Christ Ooh, above all things. That's right. There's power, man. There's mm-hmm. power. We talked about power last week. There's power in Christ. It doesn't look what the world thinks power is. Mm. Because it is so wow. amazing and so great that it is incomprehensible to someone who thinks power over over another person is power. Right. That living and controlling another person is power. It, it, That's what, ignorance. The power that the power that Christ has is is just incomprehensible to someone like that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's just foolishness. So I tell you what. That being said. That being said, tell me. How can they? Uh oh, that's loud. <laughs> How can they find us? I'm glad you asked. Head on over to www.bigfootrevival.com and uh, see all of our stuff over there. Links to all of our social medias, including Facebook, where we are most active. If you really want to reach out to us, hit us up on Facebook Messenger or send us an email at bigfootrevival@gmail.com. At and hey, you can also now at bigfootrevival.com find a link to our Etsy shop. Woot 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 so hey hit us up for God has not given us a spirit of fear but one of power love and sound judgment yo yeti yo we out deuces